And hello, movie lovers. So today we are I'm actually joined by once again Anthony from ACS. I also have Jamie with me. I have Don here. Also, too, I actually have two other people joining us. We have Tamika and then Alex from A Town Reviews, who's actually my friend and co-host. So he's gonna be coming in, dropping in, in a few minutes. But this is gonna be our episode two, season one review of Infected. So without further ado, let's go on ahead. Let's do this. Let's get on with the show. Hey, what's up, everyone? What up? Hey, hey. So, like I said, we're going to be doing our season one, episode two review of The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this episode is titled Infected. I'm just going to give you a brief synopsis of where we left off at. And from there, we'll take it from there. So two days before the outbreak in Jakarta, a mycologist mycolo- learns of the upcoming pandemic and advises the government to bomb the city to prevent it from spreading. So that's just a little small synopsis of what uh, of what's going on within the second episode. Tamika's here right now, nice so she just Jay. dropped in. Hey, <laughs> so we just got into like a little bit of the synopsis of the story. So here's the thing: I love the opening of the, uh, going into episode two because now it's conjected in with how episode one was with the two doctors talking about the fungi and how it's going to be linked up to this episode. Yeah, but I love the doctor in this episode because of the fact that. You know, the military just comes banging in there in Indonesia. She doesn't even know what she's doing. She's just enjoying her day. And then these military people just come in and ruin it. Mm-hmm. It's like, come with me. And I like how she's in the dark, just as much as we're in the dark about what's going on here. Why are they showing us this mm-hmm. doctor from Indonesia? So she's just as shocked as she is. She's like, look, I don't know why I'm here. I remember like, hey, we don't know why you're here either, but we're going to follow you along anyways. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. So that's what I liked about that part. And then you get into this other part where she goes into the compound and she's doing these studies. She sees the fun guy coming out of the uh, guy's mouth, this woman's mouth. And then she just, she knows right then and there, they're screwed. So she goes into the apartment. The military guy is telling her, well, what about the vaccine? And of course, this is also very reminiscent to episode one where mm-hmm. the two doctors are talking about the difference between a pandemic and this kind of mm-hmm. pandemic and he goes, there's nothing that you can do. There's no vaccines. And what does this doctor tell them? We have to bomb it. And you can bomb the country because of the fact there's no vaccines. There's nothing that we can do for it. And I love how charismatic she is. You can definitely tell she doesn't want to do it, but she knows that she has to do it because there's no other choice. And that's something that I really enjoyed about the opening uh, sequence of it. So what did you guys think of it? I love this scene, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'll tell you right now, if I'm that guy, when she sits down, and after she tells him there's no vaccine, there's no cure for this, and she's like, I'm just going to go home and see my family. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm like, oh, okay. this Because yeah. like, a doctor's going to at least try if there's a if there's a chance. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. just like, no, I'm going home and see my family. You need to bomb this place. Like That's when I'm like, oh, okay, this is more serious than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> Way more serious than we thought. Yeah, I, I thought that that was incredibly put together. Mm-hmm. I, it, I've watched it several times, and it's still every single time I watch that scene, I get like chill bumps and shit. It's just, it's real, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, right. from, from like these scenes they're putting at the beginning of the show, like I said last week, the opening scene wasn't in the game, so this is like an added addition that's absolutely incredible. Um, the seriousness of that, the the she sets the stage pretty much for what to expect, not only from that episode, but probably for the rest of the series, as far as this first season goes. But man, when she's like, she's like, 
let me tell you something. There's there's no there's no medicines. There's no vaccines. Like yeah. kill everybody. Like you just need to. And the the look on the uh, general's face when she tells him that is just. Uh, it's 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 great 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 work by everybody involved. That yeah. that right there was just uh, it was great. Yeah. I agree. I love that we opened the episodes like that. Like, as you said, last week we yeah. opened with the two people and then this week we opened in uh, Indonesia. It mm. really sort of breaks up all the action and what's going on in the actual story, but it doesn't break it up so much that it's not related. Hi, Alex. Hey, Alex. Um, yeah, it breaks it up where it gives you, like, context as to what's happening. Like, they didn't just mention bombing in that first scene. They mentioned the bombing and that was heartbreaking in a really awesome scene, don't get me wrong. But then later... We we mm -hmm. see Ellie see that massive crater, and she's like, "Is this from the bombs?" And then mm -hmm. Tess says, uh, "Yeah, they the military bombed here, um, but other places weren't so lucky to stop the infection or to stop mm -hmm. the parasite from spreading or whatnot." So it, yeah, it still like gave us that context and like linked in to the rest of the story. So I really mm -hmm. like that as well. Really clever writing. Yeah, yeah, I I enjoy that scene. But also, I would be pissed if I couldn't finish my lunch. Come and look at a dead oh. body instead. To yeah. Be I mean, come on. <laughs> Can I finish my salad? It's your civil um, duty, Tamika. <laughs> look at this body. Yeah. I've been like, okay, fine. Let me just yeah. finish this right quick. Yeah. And then I go with you. But um, well, you yeah, won't want to finish it after, that's for sure. No, no, I didn't even uh, finish it there. The foot long from Subway? Nah, you don't want to have no, finished that no, after that. I don't want to do that right now. No, but yeah, that yeah. that scene was um very disgusting. I would have to say, just mm -hmm. the spores or whatever mm -hmm. it is, just coming oh, out. Was she, was she cut open the body? Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like web, all, it was like webbing in there. Like, yeah, that you know was all. <laughs> the tissue was just the, the, the spore <laughs> yeah, exactly. of the plant or whatever. And then she opened the mouth, <laughs> and then I. It was kind of like Silence of the Lambs too, you know, when they oh, opened yeah. the mouth and it's oh, yeah. okay. pulled out that yeah, moth. But yeah, yeah she true. opened his mouth and then she took a sample of the spore or whatever and it was moving. And I thought it was just going to come and attack her through her suit. You know, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I thought yeah. some alien stuff, face hugger was going to happen. But uh, yeah, that was disgusting. And it just kept growing. The fact that it just keeps growing and it's still alive, yeah. even though the host is dead. Yeah, it's like how in the world do I kill these things? You yeah. know, yeah. that was my thing. What about you for you, Alex? Oh, are we still in the beginning? Sorry, I'm a little late. Yeah, you didn't miss much. I, I gotta say, I'm really digging these. Uh, I, I hopefully they keep doing it throughout the season, yeah, but like I these do. openings that describe the origins of the, mm -hmm. of the yeah. fungus. And Sorry, I liked how in the first episode, now this this episode they just have like one line that just just drops a bomb on the whole mood when he was mm -hmm. just like well mm -hmm. what do we do she's like bomb bomb you bomb everybody just bomb yeah. just like in just like in the first episode when he's just like we lose like it was mm -hmm. the same thing that i felt my stomach just like oh this is yeah. how ho hopeless this situation is and i feel mm -hmm. like that's the yeah. show's way of hey reminding mm -hmm. us like hey this isn't going to be a very happy show. <laughs> just, 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 just letting you know. Hopeless, yeah. 
we lose. Yeah. Just putting it out there. Yeah. 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 And also with that scene that what especially the last few lines she says before the intro starts is uh she didn't ask them to like, can you get me and my family out of here? She's like, no, 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 no. Can I go be with my family right now? Like, yeah. Go ahead and bomb mm-hmm. us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like she, she's basically saying, you can bomb me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just let me go be my family. Because in other words, she could have been like, hey, can you, is there a way you can get me and my family out of this damn city? It's, no, she's like, she already knew this. Like, it's too late. It's it's too late. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there was no way to just get on a plane and just. Go somewhere else. <laughs> no. I think I think she was thinking that even with that particular scenario, like somebody on that plane might have that. You know that's what I mean? True. And and yeah. so like you have to. That's that's why the scene. So that's why it gave me goosebumps. It still does because mm-hmm. it's so the finality of it. She's like, you need to bomb this city to hell. Mm-hmm. Everybody in it. It doesn't matter whether they're healthy or sick. Everybody's got to go, including mm-hmm. myself. Let me go spend these last hours with my. With my family and shit. Like it's oh man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's how I felt though too. A bomb shelter with the people that weren't affected. And then it's like because you don't, know, don't who know who's infected. Yeah. 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 And it's in yeah. the air. That's the thing. It's it's in the right. air. So it's right. kind yeah. of hard to get away from. How many workers are missing? 14. Yeah, 14. Damn, that's the factory. Yeah. And he's, he's like, one he's like there's one person already... missing. He's like, oh, okay. And he's like, how many are missing? And she's like, 40. He's like, oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. going on? And, and each one <laughs> of those 14 many. could have infected 14 more. Another 14 more. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you right. said two, right. I would have been like, oh, chill. Right. Right. You see her, she had the coffee and she was cool with it for a second. Yeah. But as soon as she heard 14 or missing, you can hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Let me put this down real quick. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Just let it go, Tamika. Just let it go. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, but I do want to mention this though too, because I mentioned this to Don before we started, and also Jamie. But if you remember the old lady that was doing the uh, that was eating the biscuits, mm-hmm. and she was eating <laughs> yeah. flour, and it happens to be from a flower plant. Mm-hmm. That this is actually happening from. I actually had a coworker that asked me. She's like, "Do you think it's actually possible that this virus could happen?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "We consume things from other countries. We eat from their uh, their plants and stuff like that. So what makes you think that we won't get infected in that kind of way?" And also, too, bacteria also grows on food as mm-hmm. too. So if we eat, mm-hmm. what happens when we eat something bad? We throw it up. We our body rejects it, and this kind of the same thing. And she's like, okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is from a real plant too, like a yeah. mushroom that it's a mushroom, yeah. It's, it's yeah, like a mushroom like, fungus. Yeah, in yeah, yeah mm-hmm. fungus. And I saw videos of it too, where it just kind of grew out of an ant. Mm-hmm. Just it, like it, look, it looks exactly oh, like it yeah. does in the show. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a real thing. And then I looked on Facebook and people turned this into tea. And I was like, what is wrong with you people? Why? How many of this challenge? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Oh, somebody's going to market it as Last of Us tea. There's, oh, no, yeah. there's oh, no doubt. There's no doubt. I, I uh, No doubt. I remember. I I was thinking that remind me there there's also like a species of wolf that like this fungus 
this fungus infection going through wolves. But mm. luckily, they don't seem to turn into zombies. It just makes them act more, more ag- not in like a violent way, but just like, no, I'm the leader of the pack. Or, you know, they take more risks mm-hmm. and all that. That's, I think there was an article, science article, scientific article talking mm-hmm. about it. I was just like, oh, well, if that's, that's just the worst of it, I'm okay with that. That's an easy way to get I, I have severe social anxiety. If there's something that can increase my, my risk taking and and social skills just a little bit. Like, Hold up. But we're going to segue into now with Joel and them traveling throughout the city and stuff like that, too. And here's the thing that I really liked with that was, you know, you have this thing. I like how the meeting time between Ellie and Joel is really sweet. And everything too, because they're also going back and forth with each other and things like that, especially inside that museum too. She goes, "Hello, sir. Can I carry your bags?" And uh, and then she goes, "Oh, I can't swim," which is also another quote from the video game itself oh, yeah. because she can't swim. So mm-hmm. I like how they added that little flair into that uh, statement and everything too. And then they're also questioning her though. It's like, "Well, how long have you been infected? And why were they keeping you alive mm-hmm. all this time?" And just well. They fed me stuff, and they also tested me every single day to make sure that I was okay. Mm-hmm. So, and, she, and th- that's one of the things I really liked was as a viewer or someone that hasn't played the games is like, well, why are they keeping this girl alive? What's the purpose of it? And how do they know that she's safe? So, I'm glad that they are answering their questions within real time of, you know, as the show is progressing. So, I like yeah. I like that aspect to it. Yeah, the, the additions that they've made beyond the game storyline it's, it's incredible man i mm-hmm. again like that intro that stuff's not in the game it's just like stuff they added in to like i appreciate it and i've played the game a billion times and so like it's uh <laughs> that particular scene that you're talking about at the beginning right there that, like obviously you saw where she wakes up and they're just <laughs> they're at the ready like the murder because yeah, they don't yeah. know what she's gonna do they just all the last thing they it's saw from her before she went to sleep was she had she had tested positive with the little thing and she had the bite or whatever. Uh I, I thought that was good. Look, it, there's something like that in the game, but it's not exactly like that. But yeah, it's different. I, yeah, I, yeah <laughs> I, but I appreciated like the dialogue just in that scene, especially when she said she had to go pee and she's like, Here's this magazine, bro. This <laughs> <laughs> dirty magazine. I was like, magazine. Oh, yeah, it's a real, it's, oh, you're in the real world now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was Cosmo, too. Oh, it was Cosmo. Yeah, she's, 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 <laughs> Ellie's never been outside the walls. She's right. never been so... It's like, you know, it, and her her reactions to stuff once she gets out there. Of course, us, we're watching like, shut, the, shut up. Yeah, right. Yeah. She's like, oh my yeah. God, look at this. I'm like, shh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I know how good these things could hear, but uh, yeah. I've heard a lot of people talk about that. Um, they're getting annoyed that Ellie is very bratty, but I think that people, or maybe it's just the mum part of me that has empathy for her, but like I look at it from that point of view that she hasn't been outside the wall. So she's mm-hmm. excited to see a zombie because that's something she's mm-hmm. never experienced well, that I know of anyway before. Mm-hmm. And so when she saw that horde, that's when like the the crawling ones, I don't know what you're going to call them, on the floor, she was like, shit, you know, like there's a lot of them and they're all connected. And that realisation 
kicked in. But as you were saying, John, like when they went to the hotel there and she was being silly at the foyer and things like that, like she's never been to a hotel before. She's probably mm-hmm. never swam in her life. She's never experienced mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. things. And I think Joel seeing that, being like, you're a weird kid, like I think he realised she's just a kid. She hasn't done all that stuff that he did 20 years ago. She's never experienced anything like that. So I felt like those moments he was really sort of not entirely, but starting to warm up to her like, okay, she's just a kid, you know, whereas Tess was treating her like you're an adult, you know, this is the facts. This is what's going to happen. We're fucked. You know, like she was, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. You know, right. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just trying really to keep it real. That she did that. I really <laughs> like that Tess did that because some, especially in a situation like that, like kids, kids especially really like respect when you are like Treat you him. keep it real with them. Yeah. And it's like, hey, I'm gonna talk to you like an adult right now. Yeah. Yeah. Stop fucking with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, and- we know from teaching Alex. You know, like that when when you talk to kids like that that's where you do gain that respect. If you're not treating them like a baby and I'm up here and you're down here, that's when you gain that respect. So I felt Mm -hmm. like from that episode, even that first little, uh, when they went to the hotel, like just that little chapter there alone, she had so much respect for Tess in Mm -hmm. that little part. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah, you could really tell her respect for Tess later in the episode when there's time to leave. We'll we'll get to that, I'm sure, John. I ain't going to take it. But, but, but. She didn't want to leave Tess. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, she was yeah. attached to her because yeah. she was like this with her because of the fact, like Jamie says, she kept it real with her. Don't get me wrong. Then you have that Joel dynamic. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to be the hard ass mother on her. And then Joel's like the husband who's just like, oh, she's experiencing life for the first time. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so you want to bang on the piano, honey? It's okay. Bang on the piano. It's your first time in a zombie apocalypse. It's okay. And here comes Tess. No, you're not going to fucking do it. You're going to go in ahead. You're going to take your ass down. Just about to get real. You're supposed to be the one who's supposed mm-hmm. to be helping us uh, in the city and everything so that way we can find out what's going on with you so we can save our asses. Mm-hmm. And then you're still, no, just let her go. It'll be okay. We're gonna be we're just be just fine. Oh, you have a knife? Wow, that that's a real nice knife. And, yeah. <laughs> but so yeah. <laughs> but what about for you, Tamika? What um, what did you yeah. think of some of the stuff though too? Um, well, she's a teenager, so mm-hmm. her being bratty is just the rite of passage. Mm-hmm. So people yeah. expect her to be like a forty-year-old woman going through this zombie mm-hmm. apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Like, no, she's a teenager, you know. Yeah. Uh, I am curious to see more about her backstory, which I'm sure they'll reveal in the game because I know they asked her, you know, Tess asked her, oh, well, you got a boyfriend or something? And she was like, no, nobody's looking for me. No boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. it's, it's curious to see that and just how she got bit just going randomly into a store in the dark, and then she got bit. I I want to explore that more. And I, yeah, I into a shopping mall. Yeah. Yeah. They're going yeah. to show us. They're going to show. Yeah, that, that, I, that think, was, I think yeah. so. Yeah, but that was actually. That, yeah, that particular thing is like it was a DLC for the first game. Mm-hmm. So like, and then I did see in the trailers that they they showed that her and her friend. Uh, at the mall, you once you get the experience, it we'll talk about. It, I'm sure, but like that sure. particular part of it was like a straight DLC for the game. It was incredible, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just even them inferring, infer, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like this. I, I don't. Know. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm I, you saying that because I'm interested how they're going to weave that in because in the yeah. game it was a DLC, so you mm -hmm. didn't know as much about her background until that came out. So yeah, yeah. So that is interesting how they'll weave all that in, and I think maybe this is the way with these intros. You know, these flashback oh, intros. Oh, that would be dope. That would yeah, be <laughs> probably the way they'll bring them bring her backstory yeah, into that's right. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm just interested in how all that's gonna come together. Just wow, that's a lot of comments. Oh, oh just how oh, just how how you would just randomly go into a, a shopping mall. Did she know that there mm -hmm. were zombies upon us or whatever this disease is? And why would mm -hmm. you randomly go into a shopping mall? But then again, time out a teenager. So when you're a teenager, you're like, mm -hmm. YOLO, I'm just going to do some dangerous shit yeah. and mm -hmm. whatever. So I had to go back to my teenage mind. So yeah. <laughs> It's okay. We all, we all have to go into our teenage minds sometimes. So, you yeah. know, when zombie, yeah, zombie just, apocalypse is a good time to do it. It don't so, get arrested. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... Like Anthony was mentioning before, how everything connects whenever you step on a on a zombie hand or anything like that. And when yeah. she goes, "Oh shit, I stepped on this hand," and how the fungi and everything else is connected and can allow everybody to know, "Oh, we have food." So therefore, now you have to try and survive against them because now they think mm -hmm. you're food, and they alert other zombies. I thought that was the other clickers. I thought that was actually perfect, well executed, and perfectly well explained, even in the details of the video game. It's adapted to that same kind of context too, because of the fact that if you step on something wrong, mm -hmm. the whole entire uh, crusade of clickers come out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And I had that same shocking effect to it, especially whenever they're going through the museum in the dark. And then you wind up seeing that one clicker. And I was telling Don this earlier, but for us who play the video games, it doesn't look like they're overpowering Joel at all. Mm -hmm. these, uh, these are overpowering Joel. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, clickers, yeah. yeah. I think um uh I think that's a good trade-off. If you played the game and you run up against the clickers, they're difficult to kill. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't even if you run up to them, if you walk up to a clicker, like and they can't see you, but if you come up to them from the front, they'll know you're there and you're just dead. Yeah. Um, and, and, and immediately. It, yes, they will it will go to a cutscene <laughs> and then it will be like you're dead and start yep. over again. Uh so in the game, it's like you could you could stab them with a shiv, it's a weapon they make out of scissors, or mm -hmm. you could shoot them or you can blow them up. That's pretty much it. You can't. A lot of the other ones in the game, you can melee kill them with like, you know what I'm saying, blows or whatever, but you can't do that with the clickers. No. Uh, I think so if you if you play the game, sometimes you can you can go through some clickers. I mean, you have to sneak up on them, but you can get them pretty easily. I think it was a good trade-off to where with the show, um, maybe budget-wise, they couldn't have a shit ton of clickers. So in order, they just said they had, they had a couple of them. They looked damn good. Yeah, they looked so, so good. Yeah, they did, man. <laughs> they they did. Good. Yeah, and then have them struggle. And, and look, clickers aren't easy to kill in the game either. But but have them struggle to kill two as opposed to having to try to put six of them in there. Sure. Yeah. It, you know. What yeah. I'm I saying? think in the so game like, it's five, right? It's five in the game. Yes. That's yeah, in that area. In yeah. that, yeah, it is. So like, yeah. I think the trade-off <laughs> is first off, we're going to show the viewer, especially people who haven't played the game. This is how hard it is to kill these things. These things mm -hmm. are not a joke. They, you see them and they're like, they're jerking around and you're like, oh, they're 
not a joke. Yeah. <laughs> and no, and they're, also, they're hard to kill. And also and, budget wise, probably to save a little bit. They, sure. They did like and I think they did a good um, job too with translating yeah. what how they how they can literally hear anything because when mm. she steps on that glass, it's not a loud noise. Like it's not like a cr- 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 it's literally like a and that clicker is immediately on them. So I love how they show how sensitive their hearing is because they're super in tune, like super in tune with hearing. So I want to piggyback off of something Anthony said. Then after that, I'll let Alex uh, say something because I know he's got something in his wheelhouse that he wants to actually say too. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, you can find him on OnlyFans with it, uh, with his uh, crop top. <laughs> 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 But anyways, anyways, what I want to piggyback off of what you said, Anthony, was this with the budgets and stuff like that. Some people are like, oh, they really reserved it. They only had like three, three of them, like towards the end. I'm like, dude, that's the suspense of it. I think they did that on purpose that for us to be glued in and dialed into the show even more, because there's even this one part where Ellie winds up seeing one of the dead bodies, like what the F, what the fuck? Right. Because she's like, I don't, I'm not used to this Mm -hmm. because I was bitten by a zombie and they didn't do this kind of thing to me. So, Mm -hmm. so there's gotta be something more to it. And it just shows you how much they're evolving Mm -hmm. and how much they're actually adapting into who they own, what they are. So I think as a viewer, as someone that appreciates the video games and stuff like that, yes, I'm glad that they didn't put six clickers in there. But at the same time, it's about building up the suspense to have that shock value and be able to be just as shocked as they are. Because if you wind up putting six clickers and I'm like, okay, the suspense is gone. So even though you can actually have them coming at you, but having two of them spotting them adds a lot more flair to it, though, too. So that's mm-hmm. something I really do appreciate with it. Yeah, yeah. So I, that, that that was a great, that was my favorite part of the episode when they went into that uh, museum with the mm-hmm. clickers because it does such a great job of just uh, building the severity of the situation. Like when yeah. Nolan tests yeah. all that dead body and like they immediately start freaking out. Like I was watching mm-hmm. it with my wife who she doesn't play video games. Mm-hmm. So just seeing her reactions, like <laughs> Nolan tests her like just freaking out like, oh my God, are, are they here? Mm-hmm. And, here, and my wife's just like, mm-hmm. what, what are they talking about? And I'm like, oh, you're about to see. And it's just yeah. just this, even before they even see the clickers, just that slow walk up the stairs. Like I'm I like I'm yeah. terrible yes. at horror stuff. So I'm like this. And I'm like, oh God, <laughs> any second now. <laughs> <laughs> and and like what you were saying, John, like the the numbers of them, I thought it was really cool that like probably most likely for budget reasons they couldn't have more but i thought two was a good number to have it's just like oh why are we freaking out about two blind zombies mm-hmm. like, when oh, we've got two. three people yeah, yeah. yeah. Three people. we could take two no you yeah. can barely take one right yeah right for some reason they're just on some type of fungus cocaine or something <laughs> but yeah. yeah oh that scene was just so terrifying and as soon as tess went off screen being chased by the other one i was like i that's a wrap for her. You play the Alex, you play the game. So I'm one of those people that think like I try to buy video games, but they're, they're expensive. So I just go on YouTube and watch the game. Hey man. 
I'll be like, yeah, that. I played it. Right. I played it on the hardest difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I played it on the hardest difficulty. Who's gonna know? Who's gonna know to take notes? Steve ran on expert. What are you talking about? Like, I'm kind of an expert on this. Yeah. He brought down all the clickers with one hit. My only issue, my only issue with that scene was there wasn't a brick. Joel didn't throw a brick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted I a brick. Br- I, I have yet to bring those in. Being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted, I wanted, I just I wanted to brick, bring that See, it makes me think you played the game. Time out. Until someone's like, Alex, what's your game attack? And you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. What consoles do I play on? I actually know someone who hasn't watched it yet who's a big fan of the actress that plays Tess. And she's just like, she posted on Twitter like yesterday, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm so excited to see my. Because the actress played in another show called Fringe. I've never watched Fringe, but I don't know if any of you had ever watched the show. But I've heard so of she's it. a big fan of Fringe, and so and <laughs> everybody I know is watching. We're all just like, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> not good news, huh? yeah. <laughs> it's uh, not looking good. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's awesome. You see, I'm with Alex, though, too, about the whole brick situation, too, because you actually see Joel as more as a brawler kind of zombie mm-hmm. ap- apocalypse kind of guy, especially when you're sure. seeing the first episode beating down some zombies, especially running over one and stuff like that. I see him more of a street brawler versus just shooting. So him throwing a brick would actually be more suitable for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that they might actually have that in there later on. Yeah, beyond, probably. Uh, because... Um, Okay, so and and I don't think they wanted to kill everything in the second episode. Like having having two of them is okay because when they do have to fight six or seven of them, it's going to be even like we're all going to be like, "Holy, like what is going on here? Like how are they getting out of this one?" So also the fact that they made them so hard to fight that makes it like you just said that makes it better later in the season. You'll mm-hmm. know that if there's four of them, holy shit! Like they're they're right. they're in some deep shit. You know what I'm it's saying? It's a so fight. Like, yeah. Yes. It's a real fight mm-hmm. coming. Yeah. Okay. So now they're out of that whole entire dark area. Now they make their way over into where now it seems like there's a light before before the dawn now because everything's light out and everything. And then you get this one scene where you know Ellie's watching. Um, Watching what's up? Oh, forgot the girl's name now. Because Tess, 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 Tess. 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 Yeah, yeah. Tess. watching Tess very closely, and she noticed that something's off with her. Because oh, she got bitten, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. Joel's like, "Let me see," and he's pissed because he's like, "Okay, we're just gonna go home now." And that's also another thing that was a quote from the video game: "Is look, oh, I had enough God. of this. We're going home." That's all we're going to do. We're not going to worry about going on ahead and try and find a cure for this anymore. I'm done. And of course, this is also going to be where you actually have that friction coming into episode three, where basically Joel is not going to end up liking Ellie like he did in the very beginning of this episode. It's going to cause some friction between them, where it's like, because of you, my friend is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... And because she's dead, she's because she's dead because of you. We wouldn't have not been out here if it wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you're going to do everything I tell you to do, and I don't want I don't want him to hear anything from your brat face. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And you're going to do what I'm going to tell you to do. And that's exactly how he was in the video game where you actually had that friction between them. And it's not this father and daughter relationship kind of thing until like later on. And that's what I told uh, my coworker this. I said, look, it's going to have that friction in the third episode or the fourth episode, because in the third episode, we're actually having the origin story coming in, I believe. So we're going to have that friction built in to the point where they both don't trust each other. And then before you know it, you're going to have this thing where Joel needs her just as much as she needs Joel. And it becomes this father, uh, father, daughter kind of relationship and bonding relationship mm-hmm. where no one's going to F with this girl but and everything. So that's what I got out of that context. And then, of course, you wind up seeing um, basically the ga- gasoline being spilled over by Tess and telling her, her to get out of there. And then, of course, we wind up seeing the zombie mm. that Tamika don't like. Um, then, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I really like the whole entire sacrificial thing where she winds up sacrificing herself for Ellie and for Joel. Mm-hmm. And so that way they can get out of there and also to, to distract the military, because if the military busted in there, they would have all, all also died. So that's what I got out of it. But what, do you, what about you guys? Did that scene work for you guys just as much as it worked for me? Because I thought it a- added a lot of extra layers to the show mm-hmm. as well and a lot of good oh, storytelling. Sure. Yeah, um, I, yeah. My, my only thing was like she was trying to light the, the lighter. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I've never in my life been able to light a lighter and then it just keeps going when I let go of it. Like, aren't you it's supposed a, to hold it? <laughs> no, well, that, not a um. What do they call a, those kind of lighters? Zippo. Yeah, it's Zippo. a Zippo. Yeah, Zippo. They, you can light it and just hold it. And they it stay lit. Yeah, it's a little yeah. different, but yeah. yeah. No mm-hmm. way. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just I'm not good at lighters because <laughs> I was thinking yeah. like, why why use a lighter? What if it goes out? Just pull one of the mm-hmm. 40,000 grenades. grenades that are on the floor. Wouldn't that work? Right, that's right. what you would think. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, that's what we were talking about before the show, Alex. People were complaining in the reviews that I did hear about it. People were like, why did Tess give in? Like, why didn't she literally just pick up a grenade rather than letting this zombie do that to her and flicking a lighter? Why didn't she just bend over and get a grenade? Um, and I thought it was like a dramatic effect having that lighter. Like, fuck, is she going to like get the easy way out or is she going to, well, you know... <laughs> So I, I yeah. thought it was good that she she was lighting yeah. it like that, and there was that tense moment of God, is it gonna well, light? They hooked oh, me because yeah. I totally forgot about oh. the days. I was like, dang, we gotta get this lighter going, girl. I was focused on the lighter yeah. <laughs> and that disgusting kiss, no oh, yeah, non-consensual kiss. I think more of that's sexual harassment. Probably, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. For real. Uh, at the yeah. highest level. level. <laughs> I don't think it's more of the character just giving up, right? I mean, she's just yeah, completely she given up at that point. All she wants to do is save them and light the yeah. lighter. That's all she's focused on. She's not even willing to fight back against it. it the, this thing kissing her or whatever it's doing to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why did that thing kiss her though? Like if she's already, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's sort of like how they're going to, I think it's how they're going to say that it's, it spreads between the, the people, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the, probably how they're going to explain that part. That's I, the part I read that an I'm article with, with, mm-hmm. with the yeah. director. He, mm-hmm. he was asked about that, that part. And they said the, they, the the fungus is it's just it just wants to spread the infection. So if someone's not fighting them, they're not going to be violent about it. He's just like, oh, this woman's just chilling here. Well, come here. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, exactly. If she was like trying to run away or push them off, then yeah. it was going to go crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Standing yeah, yeah. tore apart. Yeah. Well, I guess like, it, right, it was just house. a way to escalate the virus because she was bit already. Yeah. And I'm thinking that, of it like, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm thinking of it like Walking Dead, where if you're bit already and then the zombie sees you and they go, Mm, okay, yeah, she's good, and then they just walk off. I that's was like, yeah, that, that's how they did it in World War Z too. If you were already, I, I think um, maybe the infection hadn't taken because she just got bit. Maybe I'd say thirty minutes before that happened. So like maybe it hadn't made it through her body far enough to where whatever that dude was could feel it, and he just mm-hmm. still went ahead with the the. the, the that one, the way she defended herself in the game at that point in time, it was the same. Yeah. She said, "Get the hell out of here! I'll yep. take them." But it was the army that came. It wasn't a whole bunch yeah. of, uh, of right. uh, infected. It was the army. So, um, yeah, yo, it's very similar but different. Yeah, the added yeah. layer of the underground. Uh, damn it! What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the 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 when she was explaining it to her, and I was like, okay, because that's out of the game. There's there's no like underground program where if you step on something here, yes. they feel it over here. So right. like, I was like, okay, I'm trying to grasp that. But when, yeah. while she was explaining They changed that me, for the show. Yeah, they changed. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. 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 Don't, I like it. But yeah. at first when she was, when Tess was telling her that and they were on that rooftop, I was like, okay, I'm trying to follow this. But once you see it happen, when Joel shoots that, mm-hmm. that infected and you see the little things come up on his hands and then, and then you hear and he looks out the door and he's like, oh, shit, they're all coming. Mm. Then I understood what they meant. Like, I was like, OK, that's dope. Like, that's not a, that that part's not in the game for, for y'all right. who didn't play. They, there's damn it. What's the word I'm looking in, for? In the so, game, it's airborne. In the game, it's more centralized to, mm-hmm. to pockets of areas in, in the city uh, and where you're at. Mm-hmm. So they wear gas masks in different areas. Where yes. in, yep. in the show, this is how they're going to sort of because it, it's hard to show something invisible in the air basically is how they explained it so they had to change that part of it and i think it adds in a layer of the danger aspect of it and adds in more to it sure that's something i like if you touch anything you can spawn a thousand of them just coming after you and they know exactly where you are yeah yeah yeah, that's representing. Yeah, she is from Detroit, man. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's more like a organic type of thing, you know, like mm-hmm. how roots grow into the ground and then they spread out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of how it was, more organic. Which which fits because if you look at the background and and you know knowing from playing the game is that's what it looks like when it you know when they get thrown into walls and buildings and trees mm-hmm. and I mean that's how it it spreads is just. Mm-hmm. It, it's like vine. a vine. It's like a vine. Yeah. Just it goes yep. everywhere and, and, and anywhere. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, yeah, it's crazy. I network. That's, that's the word. I was yeah, network. Network. Yes. Yeah. Network. Network underneath the ground. That's the word I was yeah. looking for. Yeah. And yeah. they're more connected too. Like they're more connected than the humans. Mm-hmm. You know, so that makes them more powerful. Yeah, it's a yeah. fun dynamic they added for sure. It's a. Yeah. It's definitely a fun dynamic. Uh, Jamie or Alex, uh, is there anything else that you wanted to add to this as well? Because this is something that I know that you have questions about, the probably Jamie, right? About some of the. Yeah, I had the question that I you guys answered before with why was it attracted to Tess when, you know, she, she was literally just standing there? Why wasn't it making out with one of the other zombies? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I think it's really scary that 
you know, Tamika was comparing it to The Walking Dead, and I, you guys know how much I love The Walking Dead, but mm -hmm. <laughs> this infection is scarier because you have to be so careful because if you do something wrong, like with normal zombies in The Walking Dead or World War Z or things, you know, okay, they can't bite you. That That's that's the boundary and barrier that you need to put up. But if you accidentally do something like eat a freaking biscuit, you're gone, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's so much more, yeah, much more of a threat, I guess. Um, yeah, because it's in your food supply. And it yeah. also makes me wonder about Army MREs, though, too. It's like, well, should we even trust the MREs that's actually in those things? <laughs> hey, <laughs> so, man, some, some of the things might have got packaged in 1976. Bro. <laughs> okay, so we're good then. I was in the military. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the military for a while, dog. Right. Look, let me tell you something. Some of them MREs are mad old, man. I can't even. Mm. <laughs> I survived stuff. off of those during Katrina, so I understand. <laughs> hey, yeah, I think, yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see here. I really liked, too, if I can just jump in real quick, Alex. Yeah, yeah. Before Alex jumps. Um, I loved that scene where Tess was uh, – explaining look at her bite look at my bite and comparing the two and just that scene where she was so emotional saying I never asked you for anything I never asked you to feel the way that I felt that is giving me that little bit of backstory that I was complaining to you guys about last week like how did they get together were they boyfriend and girlfriend like were they together in the game that was giving me that those little details that I was asking for last week mm -hmm. in this show um and I really loved seeing her be so vulnerable like you know this girl is the cure this is what we need and um yeah. just to see him sort of be like i don't know I, I just saw a little bit more of their relationship and i really wanted mm -hmm. to see that as i mentioned mm -hmm. last week so that was really good seeing them two together like that it was very sad it was it was sad i wanted to cry but i was like no I already cried the first episode <laughs> it's going to have to earn my oh. tears again yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it came close I do. So hold on, hold on. Let me guess. Let me guess. Sarah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah, guess. That's a good guess. I don't think anyone. Well, let me tell you, was yeah, let me tell you something. That that scene was in, that. Whew. You what? You played it? I played in the game a billion times, and then watching it though, I was like, Yeah, shit, what it's different. Yeah, so it is. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> like no, I played it. What you talking about? that final boss he took down. Yeah, yeah. Like level one, right? You got a trophy on the very first day on taking all ten of them out at one time. The PlayStation Network was fired that day. I think the big thing too with with video games is when you're playing a video game to an extent, you know there it's a video game. It's not real. You're having fun. But mm -hmm. when you see it in live action on a screen, it's hard for you not to connect. I mean, that's why we yeah. love movies and TV mm -hmm. so much is we connect with stuff. So, yeah, seeing mm -hmm. it in a live action is completely different than yeah. that that feeling in the game, even though, the, you know, those scenes are definitely emotional in the game, too. So. Yeah, they, man, yeah. Yeah. And also with the game, like it came out in 2013. It's yeah. I, I have a relationship with that game. Like I like I said, I played the story mode a bunch of times and I, I just. I, I just love it. And so when the show got announced, uh, you know, a few years ago, or whatever, and stuff started going through, they started casting and things like that. So like, it's, it's literally like you watch it and it's, <laughs> so my wife hadn't played none of it, but I, I, I love the description 
I, I know y'all be watching the little post thing at the end of the show when they take a little two minute thing. Oh yeah, scenes. it's dope. Oh yeah, it's incredible. But when the guy said when when they working on the clickers, they wanted people who played the game to go. That's it. Yep. And people who didn't, they wanted them to be like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how my wife was when we watched it. I saw yep. it and I was like, this is dope. Yeah, she was like, what like, the oh my God. Like, that is insanely creepy. What the fuck? Yeah. And I was like, yes, that's what they were going for. Uh <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 good. I, I, I love the source material as much as the show, and I'm just yeah. happy that that the show is actually killing it, man. Like mm-hmm. They are really, really, and and that. So I've never read Game of Thrones, but I was a big fan of the show. So like when people would would watch, you know, in the early seasons of Game of Thrones, they'd be like, "Yo, I've read the books and this is dope." I, I never knew what that felt like, and now it's kind of like, "Yeah, I know what that feels it's like." Sure, that. Sure, <laughs> you know? sure. It, Alex is the same same way too. Yeah, Alex, <laughs> right. It, it's kidding. such a beautiful thing because mm-hmm. for the longest time, like my biggest thing about. Uh, live action adaptations of video games is I'm like, just, just take what I played on the game and, and put it on the screen. That's all I ask. It was yeah. like, oh, well, you're just getting the same story. I'm like, I know that's what I want. I just <laughs> want it on the screen. I like that game for a reason. <laughs> that's like, that's yes. And what's important about that is there's so many people that don't play video games, mm-hmm, but sure. they deserve to get the same story that, we fall in love with that's why I was so Absolutely. pissed off when the Halo show came, that came oh, out. Oh, yeah. Because right. I had my wife watch it. I'm like, this, I loved playing this game as a kid. You're going to get the same story I got. And then we got whatever they decided was appropriate. And same thing with the Resident <laughs> Evil movies. Which I was going to ask you that. Oh, yeah. Resident Evil. You know, it's just like, I mean, we're only two episodes in, so anything can happen, but knocking on wood, like so far, it's just like this. Mm-hmm. Is straight from the game that opening scene from the yeah. where they're driving through town in the first episode, like straight the game. Like I'm like, yeah, just man. do that. That's like, yeah. it, and it's totally fine to add things in. Like they they definitely took some. Yeah, yeah. Creative it's like little seeds and amplifying it, it for our right. viewership. Yeah, it's just like you know putting some ketchup on your on your hamburger. That's uh, that's those that's yeah. what the additions should do. Right. Just add to yeah. it. Don't yeah. don't change the lore, which is mm. which it still keeps true. So like this. This is just beautiful to me. I'm just watching this. I have a big mm. smile on my face. I played so many hours of this game. Right. Like this yeah. just just this gives me hope yeah. for other live Gamers. action video games. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, totally. Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I think what this game or what this sorry, what this game, what this show does the best is it gives the people that have played the game that atmosphere and that scariness of playing the game but it still tells a great story that is relatable to a show and for people that haven't yeah. played the game to just watch mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. because anthony i know you know playing that that first clicker seed is one of the most intense things you yeah. will ever do mm-hmm. and they really translate that perfectly to the show yeah that, that is a super intense moment because <laughs> when like, you you hear it you hear yeah. it in the show in the game it's it's yeah. a little bit different but but it's still the same, like you just said. It's the same type of. It's the same punch. Know, it still makes you clench your butt cheeks. The same yes. fucking. Yeah, you, know, you still get. Oh, dude, there's just, a second where I like looked at my hands. Like, do I have a controller in my hand? Am I, am I, am I, am I, why am I not crouching? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what though? Yeah. Um. But no, I wanted to just mention this though. I remember me playing the video game, and it sounds like it's so distant with the clicking, mm-hmm. yeah. and so far off. With the show, it feels like it's so close near you, and it's not even on surround sound or anything. 
just your basic stereo equipment. And you like Anthony said, you put your ass cheeks together and you wind up becoming just as ner- nervous yeah. for that character. And it amplifies it even more. And I really do appreciate what they, they're doing with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the clickers reminded me of um, the aliens in Quiet Place, too. Because yeah. sound mm-hmm. triggers oh, sure. them. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I, yeah. I, I know y'all are going to hate me for this, but I like the, the design of the aliens in Quiet Place. That seemed more sinister to me. Mm-hmm. And the design. Of, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you said the name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, the, the, the clickers just look like some cooked cauliflower that busted open. That's all. And I was, I wasn't oh, yeah, afraid. Yeah. I just looked. I was like, oh, that's disturbing. But cauliflower, mm-hmm. you know. And then when I looked at quiet place, I was like, oh my god. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, Tamika was getting hungry seeing them. Not scared. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at the cauliflower and I was yeah. like, like oh, cauliflower yeah. face, you know, with a uh, mouth. I don't know. I sorry, You know what? That's actually how she's going to survive the apocalypse. She's just going to go ahead and kill some of those clickers and then just, just serve it off the head off the serving platter yeah. and just it's- fry it. <laughs> It's the same. Go for the head. It's always the same. Go for the head. You want to eat me? I want to eat you first. Yeah, how would a clicker? How would, how, would, how would a clicker respond to getting bit into? It? I, was like, what? What? I was supposed to do that. What are you doing? Uh, get a taste of your own medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate vegetables. <laughs> I like I like cauliflower, but it almost ruined it for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, but, also, one one other thing I will I like to add is um, obviously w- w- some of the, the the big cityscapes that they showed mm-hmm. in this episode in particular, mm-hmm. it's not real. It's like either CG or it's whatever. But it looks mm-hmm. great. It looks great, and it also yeah. it looks like they perfectly blended because I there's movies out there where they'll have something it's the same type of stuff, but. It looks a bit realer. This one, it looks like the perfect combination between what it looks like on the game and what it looks mm-hmm. like in real life. Because there's a oh well, the main the- shot of the towers, the one leaning <laughs> on the other tower, man, that's straight out of the game, and that looks exact. Yeah, exact. It looks incredible. <laughs> there, yeah. But there's a scene in this episode where they're on the bridge, and it kind of it's it's a wide shot, and you just see them three on their little. It's right mm-hmm. after they hear the um, you know, the, the infected screech. Yeah, screech. Yeah. And, and it shows them on the bridge, and you could see all the abandoned shit up under it and on top of it or whatever. And it, yeah. it looks amazing, mm-hmm. but it doesn't exactly look real. It looks like it's hard for me to describe it. It's just like I said, it looks like a mixture between the game and real life. It's perfect. It just mm-hmm. looks perfect. They it's not like they stand out in any kind of way, standing on the bridge, they blend in perfectly with the entire background mm-hmm. and everything. I, I like the way they did that and there's plenty of that coming because there's there's some there's some stuff I know, especially in the game where they're just out there in the wilderness, snow, all of that stuff, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned that in my review, Anthony. There was like three moments specifically that I remember going, mm-hmm. Oh my god, that looks gorgeous. Like yeah. as you said, the shots the first shot was when we saw Ellie waking up and she had she was in that lush green, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, 
That thing. The butterfly was floating along. The mm. light was coming in. I was like, it's not often that we see daylight in these, like a post-apocalyptic and like this dark, greedy world. And we saw a lot of light in this. When she was walking across the wood plank, I don't yeah, know. I think it's like a ladder with like wood on top of it. Yeah. And then the long shot of that, like you got to see the city in the background, like that was beautiful. As you said, it doesn't look real. You know that that's CGI or, you know, mm -hmm. some sort of mm -hmm. setup. But looking at it, you're like, it just it looks great. So and I don't yeah. see that in zombie I've never in my life, and I watch a lot of zombie stuff, I've never mm -hmm. sat in a Walking mm -hmm. Dead episode and gone, oh, that scene looks gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I love the scene. Mm -hmm. I love what's happening in it. But I've never looked at a shot and gone, oh, that is beautiful. And mm -hmm. this, I did it three times in one episode. So, yeah. yeah. And I wonder how much it sounds great. The little, yeah. um, when the low, they were doing the low keys when they entered the hotel and, you know, the frogs bouncing along the yeah, piano yeah. as if he <laughs> playing the low key like, yes 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 yeah so good yeah that is that was a cute little scene now yeah. i wonder how much because like they the after the episode they have the the you know behind the scenes kind of stuff yeah. mm -hmm. and they are working with some of the people from the game i wonder how much they are because now that you you are bringing up these shots they're very video game-esque type shots. yeah very spot on and you know, I even told, like like I said, I'd spend about like 30 minutes with my coworker talking about this show um, when I was supposed to be working. But um, <laughs> never done that before. How dare you? No, no. <laughs> no, no. Water cooler talk. But you, you see, this is why I love doing this kind of thing because I love having water cooler talks. Um, mm -hmm. But okay. you see, though, the thing that I told her was this I wouldn't be surprised if they actually asked the developers of the video games how they de develop the landscapes for the for this TV series because mm -hmm. even the music is actually very atmospheric for the video oh, game too yeah. they have the scoring down path they have the they have the whole entire color schemes and the landscapes down path to the point where it almost feels believable but at the same time you also know hey look this is actually not real like Jamie mm -hmm. says Mm. Do well, so, the man who yeah. wrote the score for the game actually wrote the score for the TV series, yeah. so that's why they're oh, really aligned there. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It has the same little guitar riff. Oh yeah, and it, it, it and when the when the this, the premiere when the intro came on and they blended that with like some, uh, I, I it's incredible, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's like it's it's yeah, literally literally for people who played the game and I'm. By the time we get done with this, like I said, I'm gonna try to make it to every one of these. We you do until the this season's over with. I'll run I mean, out of words to describe how fire this show is. Like I'll literally run out yeah. of it because it, it's incredible. And just the intro to first episode, you get the little intro that we didn't get in the game that was just dope. And then the intro comes on, and it's like you know, it's it's fungi spreading, and you see the names of people that are involved with the cast and all of that stuff. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's almost like if, if you know, people people like us who've played the game, if they say, hey, man, if you had to make a, a, a show about this, how would you do it like that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. find another way to describe it. It's just I would do the exact same thing they did. So, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know how else to say it. It's perfect without being perfect. Yeah. That's really, that's it is. really the only way to say it. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's see here. Abby says said a few things here, and then after that, we'll just wrap up after this. But let's see, going over because there's a lot. 
<laughs> so yeah, uh, let's see. That's all that. Here he says, go. I like how they're not trying to get anybody in trouble if you know you're a mushroom or they grow. I love the way they use that, the fungus with the nature taking back over, but I was digging it. Uh, then she okay. says, I don't know how to explain it on YouTube without anybody in trouble for the terms <laughs> and services. Um, then she says, I was about to say this show feels like a video game exactly when it needs to be. And then which I think I can come off as cheesy when things try, uh, try too hard, but it is, but it is for the right feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, my mom has never played, uh, a game, but she loves this show too. So I love that too. When anyone can enjoy it. So yeah, I'm happy that people who haven't played the video games or anything like that Mm -hmm. are able to sit back and relax and enjoy a video game like how we also enjoy them. And that's also like Alex had mentioned that, yeah, we want to have the same kind of context and lore that we have. So the way we, they can have that same enjoyment that we have and excitement that we have. Mm -hmm. It's not about the paint by the numbers thing. It's about the enjoyment and the excitement. So whenever somebody's feeling overjoyed with it, we can actually look at them. Oh yeah. We we remember that scene. They're enjoying that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but all in all, this they're two for two right now out of the nine episodes that we're getting. And the next one that's coming up is called uh, Long, Long Time. So I'm thinking that we're going to get an origin story out of this that's going to answer all of Jamie's questions and also Tamika's questions as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we could also get a little bit of a time jump. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Not not a big it, one. But it looks as one. though our, our if you play the game, our good friend Bill yeah. will be in this one. Love me some Bill, man. Yep, Bill was great. <laughs> yeah. Bill was absolutely incredible, man. And Nick Offerman, bro, let's go, man. Dude, Nick oh, Offerman, Nick I know. Offerman. I can't wait. Oh. I love him. I love him. So man. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I do have a question for uh, Anthony, Jamie, and Alex, and of course, Don. Is there anything major going on on y'all's channels or anything like that that people should be looking out for where people can follow you and all that other good stuff? Well, that's for me, not nah, just the regular stuff. We did a uh, instant replay yesterday, and we got a couple episodes left of that football. After Super Bowl, we're done till till September, and uh, that's that's pretty much it, man. <laughs> I just talk about news on the show on Friday. So, what about for uh, for you, Don? Uh, yeah, no, we uh, just came back uh, Sunday officially. Um, we did have a little bit of a break from the channel or on the channel, um, but we officially are coming came back Sunday, and it's going to be full steam ahead from here. So. Look for us pretty much five to six days a week every, every, oh. every for a bunch of different stuff we're doing. So, yeah. Nice. Cool. My turn. More Thanks, details. Alex. Yep. Um, so over on my channel, I do reviews uh, and reactions to trailers and things like that. Pretty much what John does on his. Coming up, I'm watching a few romance sort of uh, if you could call them movies, yeah. Magic Mike's coming out, which I'm going to be definitely watching. There's a new Ashton Kutcher one that's on the way. Oh, I love Ashton Kutcher. I could do a whole stream just on that, but we won't go there. Um, and then obviously I do a review of The Last of Us every week. And uh, on weekends, which this weekend I've got um, Mike from ZU in the front. Did you see that? And we do a show called Z You in the Front Row. Uh, and so we talk about anything that's like movie or TV show news and entertainment news on that on that live stream. So that's coming oh. up as well. Awesome. awesome. Nice. Awesome. And then, uh, uh, well, apparently I'm starting an OnlyFans. 
Can't wait to subscribe. Be on the lookout for that. Jimmy's screaming over here. I think. What's going on? A quick sneak peek for everyone. But yeah, I'm doing my regular reviews every Monday. But I just started a Patreon, and on that Patreon, you can request a movie for me to review. And I just uh, releasing my review on uh, Amsterdam on Friday. And then I just finished watching Masters of the Universe, the live action movie starring. uh, Oh, oh, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting I'm getting sent some doozies of movies. So yeah, you will never get that hour and a half out of back of your life. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> you need to redo it. Just redo it. <laughs> oh, like, oh Lord, he man, that costume was cool though. Is that from nineteen eighty seven? Or is oh, there yeah, a remake it's, of it? Yeah, eighty seven. I just need to remake it. Remake it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember wow. loving that movie as a kid, and I tried watching it when I was older, and I was just like, "Oh, this was real." <laughs> I bad. suffered through it. I wish I, I was in a root canal. I was. <laughs> I, I, I was just like, you know, I didn't watch the He-Man cartoons when I was a kid. You know, sure. I, I'm aware of He-Man. I'm pretty sure he didn't use a gun as much no. as he did. Oh, and, no. I was like, can't he like, pick up and throw mountains? What's he need to shoot a gun for? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's, yeah. But um, yeah, got some doozies. Okay, yeah. so we're actually doing something once a month on the channel mm-hmm. coming up, and I forgot to mention this to you, Alex, but a Frenchie and I were talking, and we're going to be doing a movie trivia show once a month, and our first one's going to be kicking off on February 16th. At eight o'clock Central Time, nine o'clock Eastern Time, and we're going facing off against Cinevaders Podcast. Oh, okay. so we got to bring our A game on there, Alex. So <laughs> I saw this. I saw this, sir. I want. I want an invite somehow. I need an invite. Okay. I need an so invite. we're uh, <laughs> we're doing that, and then of course, you know, we're doing our Last of Us reviews on Wednesday nights, and then uh, next week I'll have JTE on and myself and Frenchie, and we're going to be doing a. Uh, you know, an Arnold Schwarzenegger versus Sylvester Stallone filmography on which one was the better action star. Oh, man, why you had to go to <laughs> that's that's nice. All right. Well, that's gonna be it for right now, but also La Vista, baby. So bye. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like the whitest Australian that you ever saw. So everyone have a great and safe day, and I'm all canceled. Bye. <laughs>